How much time are you spending in your day building relationships? How much time are you spending networking? Are you intentionally putting effort into growing your circle? These are questions that I hadn't thought about for a long time. And then I started my business and I had to learn how to network. And it wasn't until recently that I learned how to do networking right. I'm super excited to dig into this conversation and discuss the power of building relationships and some of the frustrating ways that I'm seeing it done on social media and what I think is a better way to approach it. I'm super excited to dig into this topic with you. This is the More Than Corporate Podcast, and I'm your host, Amber Furman. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast, where we discuss finding fulfillment, defining success, and living your best life. There's no roadmap to success, no one-size-fits-all answer to fulfillment. I believe it requires us all to be vulnerable and authentic about what we want to accomplish and have the courage to step out of our comfort zone to chase our dreams. Keep listening to hear stories from inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and dig into this topic of building relationships. So first of all, let me talk to you about my introduction to networking. It was something that I had never considered before, never really thought of because I didn't really need to. I started my career working for a firm and networking was not encouraged. And I wanted to, I wanted to get out and I wanted to network in the legal field. And I was constantly told that I couldn't do that. And what was so interesting is the place that I was working at the time was so afraid that I would find a better place to be, that I would find people who would lift me up. They were so afraid of losing staff members that instead of allowing them to network and lift themselves up, they instead tried to keep everybody in a bubble. And you outgrow that environment really quickly. So I spent the first couple of years of my career in that situation. And in the very beginning, it didn't really bother me. And then as I started to grow as an attorney and I wanted to be a bigger part of the legal community, I started to really question how long I'd be able to keep that up. You guys know from listening to this podcast and those of you who interact with me that I'm a pretty social person. I mean, I'm definitely an introvert. I need my alone time. I need to be able to recharge alone, but I also love people. And I wanted to be in those networking environments. I wanted to be surrounding myself with people who were doing the things that I wanted to do. I just had no idea how to do it. So as my career continued with different firms, I got the opportunity to network a little bit, to go to mixers, to go to fundraising situations for for judges and things to that effect. But it wasn't until I opened my own firm that I truly started networking as, as I understood it at the time. So I opened my firm in October of 2017 and I immediately joined a networking group called Team. It's a category specific networking group where you refer to each other when you come in contact with individuals who need the service of somebody who's in your chapter. It's a way to get to know someone, to like, know, and trust them so that you feel comfortable sending them referrals when you have a friend, family member, or acquaintance who needs their help. So I joined this networking group. And at the time, honestly, it wasn't even about networking. It was that I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I didn't know how to run a business. I didn't know anything about 
being out on my own. Business ownership was nothing that I had ever considered in the past. I always wanted to stay safe in this nine to five job and let somebody else, or not even nine to five, let me take that back because being an attorney is definitely not a nine to five job. But I wanted to stay in this employee situation where I felt comfortable. I learned really quickly that that comfortable feeling that you get working for somebody else is a fake comfortable. You are at just as much risk. And, and I think we're learning this in, in the COVID area as well. You're in just as much risk of losing your job and being laid off as you are when you're out on your own. Like nothing is completely secure. It's just a matter of whether you trust yourself to be in full control of your future and the ability to care for your friend, for your family. So when I started my business, I thought I need to surround myself with business owners. I need to surround myself with people who know what the hell they're doing in business. And that was the reason that I joined a networking group. For the first year that I was in team, I didn't really network. I showed up at my weekly meetings. I did my 60-second commercial every week. I did my 10-minute presentation on my business when I got the opportunity to do that once a quarter or so. And that was it. And I kept thinking, man, this doesn't work. Like, I mean, I'm learning a lot and I'm glad that I'm here and I'm getting to hear from all of these business owners but this networking shit doesn't work. And then I found an online networking group in 2018 to 2019-ish called Build Your Network. And he talked about, you know, building connections online. And I thought, oh, what's that all about? Then we'd jump on connection calls and you'd meet new people and all of this amazing stuff. And I started to build these really, really cool relationships with people that I had never met face to face. And I started to feel like I was expanding my network. And then I started podcasting. And when I started podcasting, all of a sudden, it's not about business for me. When I started it, it was a passion project. It's not about business. It's not about selling. It's about making connections with people who are willing to come on a show and be vulnerable and honest and open about the things that they've been through so that I can help them share a message to help other people who are going through similar things. And that took a lot of the pressure off as far as networking is concerned. As I started to really connect with people and really build connections with people, I realized that I had been doing this in-person networking thing all wrong. That networking isn't the showing up at a meeting. Networking is the one-on-ones that you get to do outside of the meeting. It's the coffee that you get to have with somebody and talk about life and business. It's the dinners. It's the happy hours. Like Networking is in every single potential social situation. So there's a couple of different topics that I really wanted to dig into in relation to networking with what I've learned and in the way that people really build relationships wrong. And the first thing, both online and in person, that I see people doing is they're in it for the short game. Networking isn't a short game. It's a marathon. You very well may not see the rewards of that relationship that you're building for years to come. And honestly, the bigger your ask is for that person, the longer it's going to take for them to know, like, and trust you enough to give you what you're asking for, to make the connections. You never know who somebody knows. 
I remember being in law school and having a law school professor say, from this point on, every time you guys go out, you are representing yourself in the professional capacity because you never know when your next client is going to come from and you never know where your next job is going to come from. And that really hit me hard. So similarly, when you're out and about or when you're having any conversations at all or you're putting yourself out in any type of social situation, you never know when your next client's going to show up. You never know who you may be talking to that may know who you want to be connected to. So the first thing that I see is people being in it for the short game. You got to be in it for the long haul. You got to, you got to honestly go into relationship building with a desire to add value. And that word's so overused and I frustratingly use it because I don't have a solid replacement yet, but I feel like every sales technique out there is telling you, you know, just add value, add value, add value, and it's losing its meaning. So when I say you need to honestly add value. What I mean is you need to authentically and transparently show up with the full intention of providing help and improving somebody else's life without the expectation of anything in return. And this is really hard to do because we all have these motives that go through. I mean, we're all building businesses. We all want to sell our products. We all want to share what we're doing. And sometimes it's hard not to go into it saying, okay, I really want to have this connection call with you. And I want to see if you're a good fit for my program. And when you do that, the request to jump on a connection call really loses its power because people are wondering when's the pitch coming. When's the pitch coming? So this was really hard for me to grasp, especially as I was growing a coaching business and thinking, you know, I really want to connect with as many people as possible. And I also need to get this message out to as many people as possible. Real secret though is setting that expectation, showing up, knowing that you don't have a motive to sell anything, showing up with a belief that every relationship is valuable, that you have the potential with every relationship that you enter into or you make to improve somebody else's life, that you never know what connection is where you're going to be able to provide a really important point of view or connection to that person or where that person is going to be able to provide something for you. So here's where things have gotten a little out of control. And the thing that made me really want to do this podcast, I'm sure that you guys can relate because we're all in a social media world right now. But so many times because of all of the groups that I'm in, I'm just getting mass friend requested for the purpose of adding me to a group, or I'm getting these messages on Instagram or LinkedIn where they want to pitch me their product. And what happens is I'm getting one of a couple of different strategies. The first one is, hey, we have mutual friends or we have mutual connections. I would love to get to know you more. And then if you don't get immediate response from that, the next message is talking about their product. And then the next message is a link, like here's where you can sign up. That tells me that getting to know me was never their prime 
objective. And it's interesting because I'll have people message me and say, hey, this is what I do. I would love to jump on a call with you and see if I can help you. And that to me is not as bad because you're being upfront about the purpose of the call. You're not trying to make it seem like it's a get to know you call with this hidden agenda. At the same time, nobody wants to jump on a call knowing that the other person is trying to sell them. So what I started doing recently, and I used to ignore these messages. And recently what I started doing was responding and saying, I'm not necessarily interested in the product that you have to offer at this point in time. However, I believe in the true power of building connections and I would love to jump on a call with you, get to know you more and more about what you do and see how we could build a mutually beneficial relationship. And then I send them my Calendly link. And what's really interesting is the people that book calls and the people who don't. A few times it gets ignored which tells me this was never their intention to build a relationship, that they don't want to build a relationship. They just want to make a sell. And if you just want to make a sale and you don't want to build a relationship, I hate to tell you this is going to be a long, lonely road for you in the entrepreneurial world. Or they'll book a connection call. And today, actually, I had one of the best connection calls I've had in a really, really long time. And it started in this exact manner. And we had so much to talk about and so much in common and really built a connection that I think will grow into a really solid and valuable business connection, all because two people were willing to jump on a phone, on a Zoom call and build a relationship with no hidden agenda. What's really interesting though is the people who message me and say, what exactly does a connection call consist of? And my response is the ability to jump on a Zoom call, get to know you, learn more about what you do, and again, see if we can have a mutually beneficial relationship. It is not a sales call, um, no pitching, just connecting. And the couple of people who have asked me that question and have received that response from me, the response from them is the same. Let me think about it. I might be interested in that. And here's my question for all the entrepreneurs out there who send these messages or respond to a request to jump on a call with, I might be interested in that. How exactly do you think you're going to really grow your business without building true and valuable connections? There's this way overused phrase in the marketing industry that's so overused at this point that it's kind of cliche, yet it is absolutely 100% true. People don't buy what you do, they buy who you are. It There's a million attorneys out there. There's tons of business coaches out there. There's tons of podcasters out there. There's tons of financial advisors, insurance agents, whatever your business is here. What is it that makes you different than them? And the answer is you. You're what makes you different than everybody else. So why would you prevent somebody from getting to know you? Because that's what they're going to buy. So when it comes to networking the right way, I really just want to get this message across that it is all about building connections. It is all about showing up from a space of service. 
It is all about knowing that this world and the ability to make a great impact in it depends on getting to know people, understanding what they need, understanding how you can help, and being willing to do that without the expectation of anything in return. And what happens when you show up that way is things truly flood your way. Because that type of transparency and authenticity and vulnerability is refreshing. That type of showing up in a place of service is refreshing and people like that and they attract to that. So while you may initially go to a, God, nobody has time to just make friends all day long. You never know what the future holds and you never know when you'll need that connection and you never know when it's going to come invaluable. I was listening to um, a podcast by Michael Faber the other day, and he was talking in a business context, and he referenced the book, um, Dig the Well Before You're Thirsty. And this is very much the same concept. You know, when you network before you need to, when you network before you have a product to sell, when you network before you have a launch coming up, then all of a sudden you have the ability to build real connections and you can learn so much from people that can make your product or your launch even better. So moving forward, guys, the biggest point that I want to make is whether you're doing this virtually or whether you are doing this in person as we start to wind out of this COVID world, I hope, how are you showing up? Are you showing up understanding that every single opportunity is a networking opportunity? Are you showing up understanding that you are the face of your business, that people buy you, not what you sell or what you do? And if they don't resonate with you or they don't believe in your values or they don't believe that you're showing up in alignment with who you really are, then they're not going to buy what you have. They're not going to buy what you're selling. Are you showing up believing that you can be of service to people around you? And how can you improve the lives of others around you? Whether it's in person or virtually, these are the things that make a difference. Don't go out there and build connections for the purposes of making a sale. Don't go out there and go to networking events with the expectation of leaving with a bunch of cards that you can later follow up with to make a sale. Don't go to networking groups with the expectation that people are going to throw money at you right then. Go into all of these environments with the true desire to build connection. And look, guys, Believe me, I could do a whole podcast and I probably will about how scary connection can be. Are you setting yourself up for the risk of being rejected? Absolutely you are. Are you setting yourself up for the risk of putting time and effort into building a relationship and getting nothing in return? Absolutely you are. Are you setting yourself up for an uncomfortable place that you've probably never been before in setting up these calls and just building connections? Yeah. All of these things, though, are necessary to go through to find those connections that change your life. So go out there, build real relationships, show up as the real human being that you are, allow who you are. And what makes you different to shine through so that people understand why they should buy from you. Make the impact on the world that you are meant to make by building quality connections along the way. It took me almost four years to really understand how to network the right way. 
And it's something that is a trial by error for each person. But for God's sake, stop sending spam messages on social media. That's not the way to do it. Always remember, guys, that you have the ability to define your own life and you owe it to yourself to go out there and have the courage to live it and build connections along the way. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the show. I hope that something that was said resonated with you or provided value to you in one way or another. I'd love to hear more about your thoughts on the show. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Amber Furman. Also, I've created a Facebook community for followers of the show to interact with me and other members of the community. You can find that on Facebook at More Than Corporate. So go ahead and join that group if you'd like to stay up to date on podcast happenings and meet some really cool people. Again, thanks so much for tuning in.